Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another weekly update of UBC Varsity Athletics right here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Alongside Ola Mead, Ola Nian, I'm Jason Wang. And Ola, this past week we'll begin with Thunderbirds football, the T-Birds, in Week 5 action against the Alberta Golden Bears at Edmonton uh, last Saturday afternoon. And they took down the Golden Bears on the road, winning 39-21, to and by the looks of the results of this game, they finally sorted out their trouble starting slowly to uh, open the game in the first quarter. Uh, they outscored the Golden Bears 18 to nothing in the first 10 minutes of play. Uh, three consecutive, uh, actually, well, they opened the scoring with a safety and a field goal before Alex Morrison caught the 20-yard touchdown pass connected by quarterback Michael O'Connor for their first touchdown of the game. Uh, Brandon Deschamps uh, ran in the next major score uh, a little bit later on in the first quarter, a five-yard rushing touchdown to make it uh, 18-0, and the Thunderbirds converted another field goal to start the second quarter as well, so all in all, a 21-0 blitz to start the game before Golden Bears finally answered the touchdown in their own, and the Thunderbirds' defense would hold the fort the rest of the game, uh, playing with the lead. The entire four quarters for the victory. The Thunderbirds improved to three wins and two losses in conference play. And we'll go over some of the individual highlights of uh, this win over Alberta. Michael O'Connor, quarterback, completed 22 passes on 33 throws for 212 yards total passing, connecting two passing touchdowns. In rushing, Brandon Deschamps carried 16 rushing plays for 86 total yards, scoring one touchdown. On the other side, for the Alberta Golden Bears, their quarterback, uh, Brad Baker, connected 20 passes on 33 throws for a 214 yards total, scoring two touchdowns, and he was intercepted once by the Thunderbirds. And all in all, a very uh, strong victory for the T-Birds football team in Week 5 to get back above the uh, 50% winning percentage record and also to remain in pace with the Manitoba Bisons, the second-place team in the Canada West Conference. That's a dead heat at the 3-2 and two record after Week 5. And, of course, the Calgary Dinos are the conference leader, still undefeated in five games at 5-0. and oh. And, Ola, uh, you've watched this Thunderbirds team play. Uh, this is very instrumental to their team's success. They're able to get off to a good start to start the game, and you can't ask for a better start than 21 points in a row. Yeah, they've been doing really, really good of recent. And uh, I mean, against the Alberta Golden Bears, that's a spectacular performance, uh, in my opinion, anyways. Yeah, so the Golden Bears, uh, coincidentally, will be the Thunderbirds' next opponent in weeks. Uh, it'll be week seven. The Thunderbirds have a bye week this week before taking on the Golden Bears at Thunderbirds Stadium Saturday next week, October 17. And that will be a very intriguing matchup to see what the rematch has in store. The Golden Bears, I think, will uh, play their Week 6 game as well. And they'll have uh, the Thunderbirds contend with once again. And this will be a very intriguing matchup as the uh, after their defeat, the Golden Bears uh, slipped a little bit in the standings down to a, uh, a tie for fourth place at 2-3 and three, uh, that they share with the Saskatchewan Huskies. So that's the update on Thunderbirds football. Uh, we'll tear, turn our attention now to UBC Thunderbirds soccer. First on the women's side, the 
women's Thunderbirds team playing at home this past weekend and two home victories over Regina and Saskatchewan as well. Ola, you have some highlights from those victories. Yeah, uh, on uh, the 2nd of October, uh, we saw the women's soccer team, uh, Thunderbirds, go against uh, Regina, Regina, and uh, they managed to uh, shut them out with 3-0, uh, 3-0. And uh, it was a great match. The Thunderbirds saw like a spectacular performance by Amri Barrar, uh, who scored in the 10th minute. And then uh, we saw Krista Whitaker with her first goal of the season, assisted by Taylor Shanick, and uh, that was in the 42nd minute. And uh, in the 45th minute, J- Mad- Madison Guy also scored, assisted by Jasmine Danda. And uh, all goals were scored in the first half, uh, and then the rest of the game, uh, we saw uh, like a complete closure of the uh, Regina's defense, the Regina Cougars' defense, and... Uh, they managed to uh, keep no. They managed to like hold off any any more goals until the end of the game, um, and then the T-Birds took that. And then the next day, the T-Birds took on the Saskatchewan Huskies and uh, managed to get a four-one win against them. They uh, they did really well with that game. There was a first goal that was by uh, the f- yeah the first game. The first goal was by. Uh, Jasmine Danda, uh, after, uh, uh, Jasmine Danda, the first goal was by, it was a Huskies own goal, and, uh, that was caused by a Jasmine Danda, uh, cross, and then the second goal was caught by Jasmine Danda in a penalty 10 minutes later, and then, uh, Amir Barrar scored, uh, gave a, a well-timed pass through the, uh, Huskies defense, and even though the, uh, Huskies pushed back with a goal from Lisa Egham, there was a goal again by Amelia Crawford, who calmly fired the ball after a nice assist by Ritu Johal. Um, that game also saw a lot of aggress- aggression from the Huskies and the T-Birds, as both of the teams were both contending in their individual divisions. Uh, the Huskies were the number one team in the Prairie Division, and the T-Birds were number one. They had only lost one game against the University of Fraser Valley, and they were also leading in the uh, Pacific Division. They uh, had a p- season record of 8-1. And uh, so both of them like went all out. Uh, uh, Kovacs, is, uh, is, uh, she's quoted as saying that uh, the, today they were battling for the seeding right to make the Canada West playoffs. And uh, obviously like the game was going to be a grind. It's going to be a battle. So um, she wasn't expecting anything less than uh, like a, ga- a game that aggressive. Uh, Olivia Dagood uh, did a very good job in this game as well. She uh, made three saves and she uh, made her fifth. Uh, she had a fifth consecutive win of the season, so that's a good thing. She uh, had her fourth shutout in the game against uh, the Cougars, and um, yeah, even though the T-Birds made some key errors, uh, which allowed the the first goal by the Huskies by Lisa Egham, they managed to like keep the game going, and they managed to win with uh, three games ahead. And uh, even the the rookies, uh, I mean, the Crawford and Megan Douglas are doing a very good job against, um, especially especially as they're new, they're doing a very good job against the uh, opposition this week so far. So um, up next, they have a game against the University of Victoria Vikes. Uh, these guys are their n- number one rivals this season. They are third right now, uh, overtaken by UFE. Um, 
and they are looking to uh, get a uh, a point or so from the T-Birds. So we uh, look forward to seeing that. Uh, yeah, and uh, Kovacs is ready for them, and the T-Birds will be hopefully uh, winning or taking a tie from them to continue into the playoffs. Um, yeah, this team has shown great form all season right now, sitting as the West Division leader, eight wins in nine matches. They have the best defensive record in the entire Canada West Conference, only four goals yielded to their opponents in the nine matches combined. And they have a pretty comfortable lead on the second-place team, as you mentioned, uh, Fraser Valley, uh, that uh, the Cascades are five points behind, uh, tied on points with Victoria, as you mentioned, but uh, Fraser Valley... Uh, has one match in hand, so technically they have the tiebreak advantage holding down second place. And very intriguing matchup there for the Vikes to take on the Thunderbirds tomorrow night at Thunderbirds Stadium. Yeah, um, and then we have the men's soccer team who have also had like a, an amazing season as well. Uh, they've had a overall uh, record of 8-1-3, where they've tied uh, three games and they've won eight as well. It's not as uh, phenomenal as the women's team, but uh, they've... They've done considerably well with, uh, like, uh, they've had a six-game streak so far, uh, even though they lost their game against, they tied their game against Victoria, uh, but they're doing a very good job, and they have a game against Victoria as well this weekend. So uh, it's a double-headed game, and uh, hopefully both teams manage to uh, get one out of this weekend. Okay. Yeah, the men's uh, soccer team this past week playing at Prince George, taking down the Cougars. Uh, pardon me, the Prince George Timberwolves. Their WHL hockey team is called the Cougars, I think, but their university varsity team is called the Timberwolves. Uh, two nil wins back-to-back games last week, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, Ola, what highlights did you note from those two wins for UBC? Well, uh, though they won 2-0 in both games, uh, the highlights, I would say, would be um, the the first goal was in the 16th minute uh, by uh, Kerman Panu. Uh, he's their, uh, uh, their forward. And uh, the second was by uh, Sean, Sean Ernison, and he scored in the 52nd minute. There were uh, a couple of yellow cards around, um, and both teams seemed to be, like, very... Um, almost equally matched, but uh, the Thunderbirds uh, managed to have more goals on target and more goals uh, that seemed to go in, so uh, the T-Birds managed to take it, especially in the second half uh, with the second goal. Uh, Sean Anderson's goal came as no surprise as the UNBC team was like shot out by the University of British Columbia defense. Um, yeah, and the, the, the game uh, saw individual... Uh, the the offensive leaders were uh, mostly Sean Ernison and uh, Cameron Pano. Cameron Pano had uh, uh, three shots on goal, and he had one goal. And uh, Sh- Sean Ernison had one shot on goal and one goal in uh, the rest of the game. Uh, we also saw uh, Harry Lacan, number seven, uh, and he sc- he had three shots on goal, but he had no goal scored. We also had uh, the UNBC uh, team. We had uh, Matt Jubinville. He had uh, two shots and goals. And uh, we had Josh McAvoy and Brandon Wallace with one goal each. Uh, and then the second match, they uh, they also faced off against uh, Northern BC once again. Uh, and they won 2-0 as well. Uh, second straight win against them. And 
uh, they they won with a two-zero final score against uh, the te- UNBC team in Prince George, uh, which pushed them to their their eighth eighth win of the season. Uh, the first goal came in uh, the 13th 13th minute, and uh, that was scored by Milad Merabi. Uh, he's uh, number 25 midfielder uh, in his fifth year. Uh, and then the second goal came in a 36th minute. Uh, actually, the second goal came from a penalty kick awarded to uh, Harry Lacan, and he scored that. Uh, making it the second UBC goal of the night. Uh, and the uh, Birds were looking forward to their uh, seventh, uh, to, to take a seventh win against Victoria uh, Vikes at uh, the University of uh, the Thunderbird Stadium next Friday. Uh, hopefully they can uh, uh, get some desperate uh, wins this weekend, hopefully. Yeah, this will be a very intriguing matchup. Uh, Victoria is the second-place team in the Pacific Division, uh, trailing UBC by five points in the standings. And the Vikes come into this match as the highest-scoring team in all divi- in the entire division. They have 18 goals in their seven matches combined. But UBC has the best defense, allowing their opponents only four goals in UBC's seven matches combined. So, yeah, always interesting when you see a high-scoring team play the... Uh, very tight defensive team. Thunderbirds will also be carrying a, a six-match winning streak uh, on the line into this match tomorrow night against the Vikes. Yeah, both teams have like amazing winning streaks so far, uh, almost catching fire. They are uh, the women's soccer team has a winning streak of seven right now, and uh, the from their last game. And then the men's team has a winning streak of six, uh, and the, these come from. Uh, games of from disadvantage point where they have uh back to back games on the road at Kamloops and in uh northern BC uh in uh Prince George and we just see them always come out with a win even though they've always been uh stacked in the wrong position so um yeah hopefully we see more from them and we they get into the playoffs and it would be it would be nice for the the Thunderbird women's team to be able to get a playoff slot and be able to play the CIS as they are hosting it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They want to be the host on merit, not just as the host alone. So Exactly. Yeah, very much a point of pride for the first-year head coach, Marissa Kovacs, and her uh, very successful soccer season already. Uh, well, with that, uh, updates on uh, UBC Varsity Football and soccer. We'll take a first, second break here on Thunderbird Eye and come back on the other side with more updates from UBC Varsity Women's and Men's Ice Hockey coming up next on 101.9 FM CITR.
All right, back here at Studio A in CITR 101.9 FM as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Sports. We'll turn our attention now to women's ice hockey. The T-Birds began their conference season last week on home ice, battling the Lethbridge Pronghorns and Pronghorns stealing away two road victories against UBC, defeating the T-Birds 4-2 last Friday following up a 1-0 shutout win last Saturday over the T-Birds. Uh, Thunderbirds were just really snake-bitten on their offensive side of the game. Uh, their power play across the two games combined 0 for 10 chances playing 5-on-4 or 5-on-3. And they were absolutely stymied by the Lethbridge Pronghorns rookie goaltender Alicia Anderson who posted uh, 61 combined saves against 63 total shots against UBC. Uh, the only UBC goal scorer was uh, Rebecca Unrau, who scored twice in the Friday game in the losing cause. And yeah, the Thunderbirds offense really have to pick up uh, more of the slack for their hockey team. As they go into week two in conference play, they'll battle the Mount Royal Cougars uh, tomorrow night and Saturday night in that weekend matchup. And uh, for uh, head coach Graham Thomas's team, their offensive side of the game really have to step up uh, to kind of put their team in the win column in week two. Yeah, the Thunderbirds looked like they were going to come back in the second half, in the second period of uh, the game against Lethbridge, the first game against Lethbridge, and uh, they uh, somehow just lost their their streak going on. They're like, they had two goals from Rebecca Unrau, and uh, and then Lethbridge just like capitalized on whatever demoralization they already had in the first few periods in the third, and uh, yeah, it seems like it went all the way into the next game against uh, Lethbridge once again, and. Uh, Lethbridge managed to get another win from them, even though Lethbridge uh, seemingly isn't such a good team as compared to the Thunderbirds last season. Yeah, uh, and certainly we give credit to their star rookie goaltender, Alicia Anderson, uh, for her efforts. Two wins against UBC on the road. She was awarded the Canada West Conference uh, third star female athlete of the week. And now we turn our attention to the men's side of varsity ice hockey. The T-Birds are on their home ice at Thunderbird Arena at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center tomorrow and Saturday as they host the Mount Royal Cougars. And it's the Friday night game tomorrow. We'll bring you live coverage of on live streaming on CanadaWest.tv and on our website at CITR.ca. Face-off at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. And the Mount Royal Cougars uh, enter the... 2015-2016 uh, season as the third place team out of the conference play last last uh, season uh, one spot ahead of UBC uh, Mount Royal had 17 wins in 28 games last season while the Thunderbirds have had uh, 13 wins in 28 games and of course this season a new addition to the UBC Thunderbirds will be actually right behind their bench their new head coach Adam Shell comes by way of Royal Military College in Kingston Ontario is a first season coaching UBC, and it'll be interesting to see how the team dynamic changes with the new coach uh, he, as he takes over for uh, Tyler Kuntz, who left the program at the uh, during the off season uh, over the summer. So uh, that's our update of UBC varsity ice hockey. We'll take one more segment break and come back on the other side with updates on UBC men's basketball, as well as women's rowing and women's rugby here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
CITR Sports is bringing you the men's ice hockey team this weekend as they battle Mount Royal University in their first conference game of the season. For their homecoming game, the Thunderbirds will be sure to give their best against the Cougars at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbirds Sports Center on Friday, October 9th. Tune in and listen for Puck Drop at 7 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM or CITR.ca. Back here at CRTR Studio as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Sports. Next, we'll turn our attention to men's basketball playing their preseason tournament, uh, hosting it at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center, the very same venue where they will host the national championship tournament next spring in March. And they hosted three teams from out east, uh, 12th in Ontario, Ottawa from the Ontario Conference as well, and Memorial University from the Atlantic Conference in this three-game series. Uh, Thunderbirds last Friday uh, were victorious over Guelph 79-68. Uh, they were defeated by the uh, higher-seeded Ottawa Gigi's team last Saturday, 84-77, but the Thunderbirds bounced back the very next day. Uh, taking down the Memorial Seahawks on Sunday, 88-81 victory over that uh, road team from the Atlantic Conference. So a very promising show for the Thunderbirds in preseason. They're already showing a very strong form with uh, tons of new turnover players from their team. The last we saw them at the end of last season, about two-thirds of their players' roster are entirely new players in their rookie season or newly transferred from another varsity team elsewhere so a very exciting time to see this men's basketball team in action that they have uh, come together as a new team so quickly in the preseason and uh, their preseason play carries on the rest of this month in October before their conference opening games on November 6th. Yeah and it's good to see them uh, actually fare so well against pretty much the best teams from uh, the eastern seaboard Um, and then we see they have like almost four games before their actual next season game. So it's going to be a, like a, enough practice for them as a new team to actually get used to the whole program and, you know, uh, figure out how to like play against all their biggest rivals um, on the Pacific in the Pacific Division. So, uh, yeah, we hope to see what happens in the next few games. Yeah, uh, they will play their uh, uh, next games in the preseason back at their usual home venue at the War Memorial Gym, uh, first of all, starting October 26th Saturday when they host the Seattle Mountaineers from Washington State. Uh, from basketball over to w- rugby and women's varsity play, uh, the T-Birds this past week battled the Victoria Vikes at the UVic campus and they were defeated by Victoria 28-10. to And a disappointing result for head coach Maria Gallo's uh, rugby team that they uh, suffer another defeat uh, which drops them to uh, zero wins two losses and one draw in conference play. Uh, they are currently in the standings uh, tied for the uh, fourth place position with the Lethbridge Ponghorns in that uh, regard. And the Thunderbirds women's rugby team have uh, one more chance to get on the win column in the Canada West Conference. Uh, next week, Friday, October 16, they'll be back on their uh, home field in front of the, the new uh, Thunderbird Park Rugby Pavilion as they battle the University of Alberta Pandas. Uh, Friday next week, October 16. And finally, we'll uh, close out our uh, weekly update uh, with uh, 
UBC Varsity Women's Rowing, the Thunderbirds Women's Rowing crew this past week, uh, competed at the Burnaby Lake Small Boat Regatta as they hosted two rowing crews from Washington State, both the University of Washington Huskies and the Washington State Cougars. Uh, this uh, competition was a four-kilometer time trial race with a 180-degree turn and a 250-meter sprint final, which is uh, very much unusual to uh, normal competition in rowing regattas. Uh, the Washington Huskies are the fifth-ranked rowing crew in the NCAA, while the Washington State Cougars uh, were ranked ninth. Uh, so the results from this race was that, that the uh, the combo pairing of UBC's rowers Emily Gerson and Hillary Janssen's uh, winning this uh, new racing format uh, with first place both in the time trial and the sprint and Thunderbirds uh, rowing crew of uh, Zoe Fedekwin and Rachel Vukovic placed third in this race as well uh, only uh, with the Washington State crew finishing in second in between the two UBC crews so uh, very promising results, results in rowing as well uh, for this women's rowing crew. Uh, later on in the season, uh, they'll look forward to more competitions before the winter hiatus break. Uh, that will happen. Uh, their next rowing competition will uh, come to them in uh, October 18th, Saturday next week, as they travel to Alberta for the Western Canadian University Championships. So yeah, that's our weekly update of UBC Varsity Athletics for this episode of Thunderbird Eye on 101.9 FM. On behalf of Ola, I'm Jason, and of course tune in to us uh, tomorrow night as we'll bring you men's hockey's home opening game from the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center face-off at 7 o'clock.